Welcome. What is up? I'm Darren Breyer here with your co with Casey Breyer here here to recap the NCAA March Madness. Casey officially the the end of the week here for rounds one and two. A lot to get into. We'll kind of break down some of the games here on Sunday. Talk about some of the good matchups that we have uh, to look forward to. Some of the players that stood out to us here in the first four days of the tournament. I don't know about you, but uh, I feel like the tournament's been pretty good so far. Sure, man. What a week, man. What a week. I mean, just uh, it was, it's always crazy when you get 64 teams, you know, to play in and, you know, you know, get all that over with, so to speak. But, uh, man, yeah, it was a ride. It's cool, man. You know, get Vegas involved and the teams. And, man, you got to see a phenomenal game. I mean, you went to Sacramento at the Golden, yeah. at the Golden One Arena and saw Princeton beat Arizona. It was just the energy level, man, it's, it's a lot different than the NBA. Yeah, it was really unique to be there with so many different, like, uh, you, know, you know, different fan bases there. Uh, like you said, let's, you know, we'll talk about a little bit of the matchups going forward. And today's, today's matchups in particular, let's go right to the one we just ended with, which is Gonzaga TCU. That was a good game right from the, the get go. TCU gets off to a good lead. They get off to what? I mean, they were ahead by maybe, were they up by more than 10? I think no, it was at least nine at some point there. They got up by 10. And then just, you know, they get to May. I like to call it to May. He gets the two fouls. That kinda, but their offense, man, they even said it at the end of the game. They are. They just The way they just run things is really good. Like, they always get good shots. And with him at the – even like him at center, what was it, with like uh, down up by three, they, they're able to dump it down to him. He gets the nice little chicken wing layup there for five the five-point lead. And I don't know. Just uh, That's what makes Gonzaga, Gonzaga a tough out. We'll probably get into who they play a little bit more later in the next round. But – what you think of the game that we just saw with TCU and them? That was a good game. Yeah, no, it was a great game. Uh, Mark Few, you know, he's been doing it for a long time now. <laughs> you know, as all these old coaches kind of head out, you know, Coach K and Bill Self with this, you know, condition going on. And, you know, you, you kind of see, like, you know, Mark Few taking over and Bobby Hurley, you know, so Eric Musselman, different guys, like, you know, that been through the ranks and, you know, as uh, – Man, just the game itself was a great game. I thought it was really back and forth. Um, you know, high-level defense. Um, Drew Timmy, though, man, you can tell a four-year player. Like, you can just tell the difference of the senior player and everything. Just like, you know, hey, just give it to me. Like, everything's going to be all right. And he does get away with the calls. To me, he reminds me, though, I was watching that game. He's like the the good boy Christian Leitner. You know, <laughs> it's, it's hard to root for him because he's the four-year starter, but – I mean, he'll probably have, like, an NBA role, but uh, just the game itself, though, I thought it was a fantastic game. Yeah, I thought – and Gonzaga proves to be a tough out. We'll get into them playing UCLA a little bit more there with it, uh, a little bit later here with it. Um, what do you think about with that, actually, with now with the next round, with the other game, Michigan State, Marquette, that was, to me, the other good game of the day here. That was – with Tom Izzo, like I said, I, we had the six most wins ever as an NCAA coach here. Uh, you know, Shaka Smart's a good coach too, but Izzo just has that magic. And I also kind of want to include UConn in this discussion because they beat St. Mary's as well. Obviously, they were a four seed, but they always just have a way of those two schools finding a way to the Sweet 16, I feel. 
Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you do your job longer than someone else, you got like more experience. And I mean, players obviously help with what you're He's doing. He's been there 28 years and 52, 53 wins now. That's still pretty damn impressive. That means you've won a lot of games in the tournament. No, absolutely. I'm just saying, you know, like anytime you got experience, you know, you got a foundation of players and what their expectations when you show up on campus, like, this is what I need from a ball player. And then Shock is smart. I think he, you know, to me, he's, I mean, Think about the VCU. I mean, that we were growing up. I mean, that's so long ago when Fred Van Bleet, you know, like it's just incredible to see the growth and maturation where you go from like one type of college to, you, you know, you're making steps. So it's yeah. just, there, there's a difference in programs. And, but at the same time, though, man, they're like the, the athleticism and I think the volume of basketball that's getting played nowadays and like, Globally, in the D1, the D2, and the mid-majors, there's not that far of a drop-off, if you think about it now. I think that's why we're seeing more upsets. I think that's why we're seeing more 15, and we're seeing more 16s, and we're even seeing, like, we're, well, I, 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 if I could say their name straight, I would. Mr. Dickerson, if they can say it. <laughs> Whatever. Fire Dickerson, they can play it. They they they're making a run. They made a push here. Against Florida Atlantic in the second round, even so, uh, I, I agree with you. I think the I think the lower seeds, and we're starting to see that. Obviously, not just are they winning the games, but they're also being a little bit more competitive with it. All right, back to Michigan State though, real quick with it. I had picked them to go to the Final Four just because of Tom Izzo. So this is, I mean, I kind of expect them to beat Marquette. They get a little lucky here, maybe in the sense when when you say they get to maybe match up against Florida Atlantic or Tennessee. Maybe it's not Purdue or whatever, like they thought. Who they didn't play. I don't know. It, it's, it just seems like he has a little mystique. And what do you think about the UConn side of it? They get back. They beat St. Mary's. They're the local team out here. I mean, they have a way of just kind of finding their way down. And their big guy's really good as well. They, you know, they they always find their way to the Sweet 16 too. Yeah, if I recall, though, Tennessee's going to play Florida Atlantic. And Tennessee, man, I watched their games. They, they play phenomenal defense. Man. That that that's that's some real defense right there. That's SEC defense. That's like football defense, and uh, you can tell the athleticism is probably going to show, you know, coming up. But Florida Atlantic's got some players too. I mean, they they can they can shoot the ball. A couple guys got a little bit too much confidence, but you know, it's the lefty. It, the lefty. Yeah, yeah, weather's <laughs> he was really jacking about. It's <laughs> really good about there. He's like, I'm feeling good. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Yeah for the year but he looked like he was shooting 50 percent from the year the way he's shooting it but uh those are the type of guys you need though to upset a team like that you know what i mean in a game like tennessee you got a jacket you got to hit some threes that they're not like steven jackson style yeah, you, <laughs> confident. you gotta be up there um all right so we got michigan state i thought they played really well like case i mean that was one of the more unique games of the day they just prove big 10 style they just grind it out and they end up pulling away with enough offense it was interesting. Marquette was on a 10-game winning streak going into it, but the Tom Mezzo group gets it done. All right, St. Mary's real quick with them. They're the local team, like I said. I just think they play too slow of a pace for a tournament play. Like, to consistently get there, like, it just seems like this. they kind of hit their plateau in that that second round. I know they made it one time to the Sweet 16 with the magical run with Deladova and the Sandam, but it just seems like the pace, it just gets a little too slow for them come tournament time. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my uh, excuse me off the top of my head who they're matching up, but it seems like when they play the methodical pace, they played UConn today. 
Yeah. So, excuse me. And uh, I, I think that to me, it's just, you know, it's tough, you know, when you're not playing the competition, you know, it was like, and I watched uh, a great episode of, and I highly recommend a lot of people watch that. It's highly uh, uh, up in smoke with uh, Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. They were interviewing Steph Curry and, you know, talking about a mid-major playing against, you know, these ACC and top tier teams is, you know, you, you're going to, you're going to struggle, but yeah, yeah, yeah. how you figure it out, you know, like, if we play them early, you can kind of like build on that. But if you got a magical player, you know, like a Steph Curry, you know, you, you can obviously figure it out. But I think, you know, you almost have to play a perfect game. You really do. Like the turnovers, the rebounding, especially offensive. And I've noticed watching the tournaments, especially this tournament, man, like offensive rebounds are crucial. And they, they lead to those either and one rebounds or the kick out for threes and those are daggers, man. They're, they're killers. And there's a ton of offensive rebounding with college football. You or with college football, college basketball. You notice that a ton. Like that is a huge advantage here towards the end of the game. Like that is just ends up being a massive factor. What do you think about this game here today, where K State gets by Kentucky? And kind of a, a really good game today. Uh, Kentucky kind of get K State gets out to an early lead. Kentucky fights back. They get out to a lead. I don't know. What do you th- what'd you make of the game? K-State pulls it off. Noel was just fantastic. The rainbow threes, getting wherever you wanted inside. He really did a number on Kentucky today. Um, I thought he was obviously the player, maybe the player of the day. Yeah, just poor John Calipari, man. He's just, he's like, he's such a phenomenal, I don't want to say poor, you know, he's rich as hell, but, you know, it's just. <laughs> yeah, stop pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just uh for whatever reason, he he just can't get over the hump. You know, like he's had so many phenomenal NBA players. I mean, Anthony Davis, Derek, you know, just like the list goes on and on. I mean, he's won a few. I mean, he won the championship with Davis, but yeah. I mean, he started at UMass, I believe, not started, but, you know, he just made his career through there going, you know, it's just the Kentucky game, though, is like you just see different brands of basketball. And, you know, it's like once you like start – you know, the you little can, things, right? Well, you can feel the pressure building, you know, certain plays. You're like, oh, don't give him the ball. Don't give him the ball. <laughs> like, you know, you can see the tension rising. And Well, Noel was, wanted the ball for K-State. Yeah. And, well, Weber, he, he's actually a really good coach. I believe it's Weber pronounced. But, yeah, he's he's been there for a minute, too, though. I mean, he, he's, he's a great coach. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, no, I thought that was a really good game. I thought that was a really good game today with it. Um <sighs> No, it's not Weber. He's not the, the coach anymore. It's Tang, Jerome Tang. He's not the coach. He built the foundation for him, though. Yeah, but but he's he's now the coach over there. And he, he's uh, So I thought that was a real good game today um, as well. All right, what are some uh, what are some players that caught your attention so far, uh, you know, this weekend or the last, you know, any, any, I guess we could, we'll include the first round as well. Who caught your attention here so far? Well, you know, me being a point guard, small man, I got to go with Amir Roberts. Definitely from uh, Fairleigh Dickinson, man. That was uh, – whoo, man, he quick. 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 He's quick. <laughs> he can jump. <laughs> yeah, uh, he had four points in the first half, but he, he tried to take over. I think he had 18 in the second half. And, you know, it was, it was impressive. It was very impressive, you know. Just – you can tell, you know, like just when someone's played the game and they understand – what's going on in the situation and you look around and say, yeah, I, you know, at some point, you know, 
my team's struggling. You just need to get me the ball and score. And then uh, the second one, uh, it's not really that hard to think about, really. It's Drew Timmy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know it's like. Not Zachy. I mean, it's like one of those <laughs> happened. But, man, it's he plays so cool and calm and, you know, just everything just about him is just real. Like, you know, he's picking up the other teammates, like, hey, you know, patting him on the shoulder, talking to him on the free throw lines. Like, everything feels like an NBA vibe. And you can just tell, I mean, anytime you're a fourth year, fifth year senior, you know, you're 22, you're 23, sometimes 24, give or take. You could tell the guys that are like 18, 19. He, he was just playing at a different level where it wasn't like he was so phenomenal. He was great. It was just like, every he the pace. Guy, yeah, and like, you could tell, like, once you've played the game of basketball, everything slows down. So you're making skip passes. You're, you know, hey, back off. I'm good. You know, give me a chance. You know, I'm impressed with how his teammates know how to get him the ball. Not every team knows how to get a big man the ball as well. So I was kind of impressed with that as well. A part of that is a part of that is him. You know. Yeah. No, he he, he demands it too. And Mark Few being the coach. I mean, he's yeah. I mean, he's been there for shoots almost thirty years, I believe now. Maybe not thirty, but you know, give or take twenty five. Yeah. But I, I wanted to, I wanted to show that shadow. We already talked about Noel. I wanted to show that Nuane guy from Xavier. He was really good as well today in the early game. He played really good as Xavier pulled out the win against uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, they advanced. My son did watch the whole game. Xavier, he was, he was glued to the game. He wanted to make sure Xavier got the win. So Xavier was rooting for Xavier, and he was pulled off of it. Hey, who? Let's look at it real quick. Who are the favorites now? Like, if we just go by seed, I'm looking at like who, like you know, like you know, to start the tournament. If you say it, you go the one seed to the favorite, whatever. That's kind of how you do it by number wise. So right now we have just by seeding, we have Bama, Houston. Those are the number one seeds left. UCLA is the two here, and then we go over to the to the other bracket here, and we got Texas. So those are like the tops, the top seeds left. Do you have another team that you might? Is Gonzaga sneak in as a favorite at the three? You know, somebody else getting your attention as the San Diego State at five. Miami, they're looking good at a five too. Like I don't know, is there somebody that like, you know, or even Arkansas? Eric Besselman taking his shirt off, making everybody feel good. Like <laughs> I like how some Adam texts me the other day, or after that he goes, "Where was that energy on the Warriors?" Where is it at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first 500 season in like over a decade. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got a bat. You got like a fate. You think you think like because like I said, Bama. Uh, we got Houston, UCLA, Texas. Those seem like those should be the top teams to you. I would say Bama for sure. I mean, especially with Miller. I mean, he's one of you know probably gonna consistent. Be a top lottery pick, top three, top two. Um, Miami. Just their athleticism. They seem to they're play. They're good. A, no, they're very good. Yeah, they they play at a different speed. Uh, they have a really good guard play. As it's uh, it's kind of funny, you know. Sometimes I think, you know, it was San Diego State, and I, I'm like, I, can you believe like Kawhi Leonard went there? It's kind of a weird school. Like you went, you would never thought that he went there, but they they had like a they they kind of have like a St. Mary's kind of feel about them sometimes where. You know, they make the Sweet 16 or Elite 8. But, yeah, I, I would say Bama and then Houston, though. Well, St. Mary's would love to make it to the Elite 8. They can't get past the first. No, but I hear you. They they can't make so it past the Sweet 16. Houston with, Houston with Kevin Sumlin, he's done a hell of a job. Like, yeah. 
like to turn that program around, like it, it's he's done a really phenomenal job, and they have some great players. So I wouldn't be surprised though if like I if they're not the favorite though, they're number one seed. Yeah, you go, you're talking about okay, you're talking about that. I I what do you think about Texas? I don't believe in Texas. Durant Durant's not there. <laughs> you think Xavier will get him? In the next round? I'll go with Chavi. Does Chavi get him? Does Chavi get him? I just don't believe in Texas. They're, they're meant to play football. Yeah. <laughs> they're meant to play football. That's so unnecessary. <laughs> it's not even true. <laughs> hot take. Hot take. They're meant um, to play and then another team is UCLA. Smoke weed where they're meant to play football. <laughs> never meant to play. What do you think about UCLA? I think they're kind of the interesting one to me. Like, I feel like they're eventually they're just not going to be able to score enough in one of these games. Like, I just feel like they might hit like a wall a little bit. But man, they they they're physical too, and they got senior leadership. Uh, I don't know. I just think they're. I, I think they're. I think they're. They're due for a, a run here. It'll be very interesting their matchup versus Gonzaga. Mick Mick Cronin's a great coach. I think they're really going to hurt though because they're missing the uh, Pac-12 uh, defense player of the year. And yeah. that's lost. Like he, he's probably going to be a first round pick. He's just uh, that's tough, man. But they do have a stud though. Uh, I'm blanking on his name right now. You know who I'm talking about, but man, that the freshman made Pac-12 uh, all league. Man, he, yeah. he he's got some game. So I and then uh, you know you got Hawkins, James, and or Jaime Hawkins, however you want to. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so glad you said his name and not me before. And, and then, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Tiger. I mean, so they. I mean, they got some veteran players, and that's where it helps, though, in the in the tournament. You know, like when you got those guys that've been there before. So I think they could make a run. I, I do see UCLA though. They're like the only Pac-12 team. Arizona. Shout out to Tyler. Sorry, brother. I love you, but as uh, yeah, I think UCLA is like the real team that actually shows up in the tournament. Yeah, no, like most of the time they – what do you think about their matchup with Gonzaga? Because that's who it's up next, the West Coast. Like, it feels like those are the two power – those might as well be the two powerhouse teams on the West Coast now. Gonzaga might as well just be like, right, yeah, they're even – you know what I mean? So It is. Uh, it, it just feels like it's good. It, to me, that's going to be the best matchup in the next round. Or obviously West Coast bias. Yeah, obviously West Coast. But I don't know about the best matchup. Gonzaga, Tibby versus – What'd you say? I gotta say his name right. <laughs> and Tiger Campbell. I mean, like they've been there. So I, I could think, say Tiger though. I could say Tiger. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that's the best matchup. Great coaches, though, and that's the thing. You you might be right on that. That might be the best matchup, like professionally wise, like Rand. Like that might be one of the most uh, entertaining games that, like, where it it is structurally coached as and well. they have history now yeah yeah Suggs, remember when they had the double overtime game like not too long a couple of years ago so yeah yeah that's a yeah. history now um i also think that texas xavier run so i'd be interesting the favorites and prince did a favorite now <laughs> against creighton they get creighton creighton's probably like if you're a creighton fan you're probably like yeah let's go <laughs> i watched i watched creighton today today man uh can number twenty do enough? I, I yeah. <laughs> can be man from Newcastle. He's from Newcastle. I looked it up. <laughs> Newcastle, England. Can he I get it done? 
I'm the one that told you he's from England. Why did he? You said he was from England, but but we have the book, and we looked up the city, and it says it's from Newcastle, England. That's where it's uh, number eleven on Creighton. He's a big boy. Uh, it's gonna be tough. They do a nice uh, pick and roll lob game. Uh, they got some shooters on Creighton though. Um, they play a pretty good, you know, up pace style. But uh, yeah, I mean Princeton though. I mean they got this. As long as um, Creighton doesn't play two three zone, because man, they just torched it today. Like I was like, you got to give up that two three zone, and Creighton. To me, though, I, I just think they're going to be too much athletically. I, I just don't see Princeton pulling this off. So do you think Miami beats Houston then, too? <sighs> Man, I, think Houston, I think Houston wins. I, I think Houston pulls it off. I just think the better I've randomly team. Seen, I've randomly seen Houston a lot this year. And I kinda, I'm, I'm starting to they, – they lost to Memphis the first time I saw them, and then they beat Memphis the second time. Or, no, they – they beat Memphis the first time, lost to them the second time, excuse me, in the championship round uh, in, that, in the tournament. But I, I just like their grittiness a little bit of their guards. Yeah, Sumlin, I think, is just a very good coach. I mean, he used to coach at Oklahoma. I just think he's, you know, it comes down to these games, you know, players are going to make the plays. But I, I really. Miami has the George Mason magic, though. They got that coach. They got that. Larinaga? <laughs> they got him, though. He's got more magic than. That's the problem. They got him over there. Um, Tennessee. You think Adam told me he took Tennessee to win the whole thing? I don't know, man. They do play some damn good defense. Their physical as hell. They were elbowing people in the face. I mean, they were like, they were like that guy at Duke. He like got. I mean, he had to a black guy. They were going hard. Tennessee. They played really physical. Oh, I loved it. I was like, this was like Duke playing in the 80s and the 90s. It's about time they got their shit turned around. Can you imagine if they match up with Michigan State in the Elite Eight? Yeah, that's going to be a physical game, Tom man. Izzo, Tom Izzo will bring eight clipboards. What's yeah. the breaking clipboards? What's the breaking clipboards like that? I don't know. And then the last one we didn't touch on is Arkansas and UConn. Eric, does he, does he coach shirtless? <laughs> I don't know if that's legal, to be honest. <laughs> he wears just a tie. His <laughs> <laughs> shorts and a tie. <laughs> Since I'm, I'm, here, I'm here to coach, but I also want to party. Uh, <laughs> I love muscle, man. I just – I don't see him pulling them off. Like, I, I just do not – I mean, pulling off the T-shirt, yeah, but I just – I have a hard time seeing Arkansas pull that off. Like, they – I'm rooting for them. Don't get me wrong. UConn's I, tough. UConn's well. I mean, you think about it. Early in the year, they were like number one rated. Yeah. Early on, I mean, I'm not going to talk about North Carolina because they're not even relevant right now. But I mean, they were pretty up there in the number one ranking, and you know they fell off obviously because it's a long schedule. You know, thirty yeah. games. But I mean, they're they're very talented team. So I mean, UConn in the tournament, you know, they they're very dangerous. You know, and. This year, I think they got the right, and it's hard, you know, because when you got six, you got like, how had three or four guys that are about six, seven, six, eight. I mean, that's a lot. And Arkansas is pretty heavy on the guard, so I mean, that's going to be hard for them. No, no doubt. Um, what you say we pay the bills here, real quick? What's out of these games here, real quick? Which one do you want row one seats for? 
Oh, shoot, man. He already know that. Come well, on. You got to think about it. You got time to think about it. We'll be right Let's back. be honest. You're here because you love sports. We love sports, too. And our friends over at Row One Brand love sports as much as we do. Row One Brand sells sports wall art, sports gift watches, and vintage apparel with ornamental designs created from real game ticket stubs and vintage sports memorabilia in their collection. If you want some vintage Golden State Warriors memorabilia, they have that too. It's a sports collector's dream website for anything sports related. Go over to one, rowonebrand.com to check out their great inventory. And when you use the promo code BSP15, you'll get 15% off any item on the whole site. That's code BSP15 for 15% off any item on the site. So click on the link below and go check them out. Low Run Brands, America's best vintage sports art, sports gifts. <laughs> That's a front one brand there. Tacey, you were saying, go use the code VSP15. or VSP 15. You'll get 15% there off anything in the art gallery. NCAA tournament, good stuff. What one would you want row one seats for? Variety Sports. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> which game you want? Which game you want it for? Oof. Uh, what's coming one? up here? I'm taking Zags. I got, Zags I got, UCLA. Yeah, I convinced I mean, you. West Coast I, bias. I, I would take the Arkansas, but I don't want Eric Musselman sweat flying all over me. So, <laughs> you know, that's a top one though. That's a tough one for me. I I kind of low key wanted that. I I kind of think that Alabama San Diego State game might be pretty good. And I really think there's a chance that Houston Miami game. If Miami shows what they showed us the first two game, first two games, that could be a good game versus Houston. No, I think that I think that's going to be a great game. I, but I really, that, the, we, the speed on that game is going to be like an NBA game. That's going to be like that's a high possession game. I forgot to call that different, but Logan Marquette hates me. Sorry, Logan. We're sorry, bud. You had the Golden Eagles. Who are you going to curse this week? Who you got here? You got, you're going to curse on us this week. Um, yeah, I think also, I, I think I think Xavier would want to go see Xavier, Texas. That would actually, to me, that might be a really good game. That would be a, that should be a, a primetime matchup as well um, with those two programs. Sean Miller being a good coach. and uh, I, I, But you're rolling your eyes there. Why not? I just can't. I have Xavier winning the whole thing. The only time I've watched Texas is probably when they had Duran and Vince Young. Right. <laughs> and Lamarcus Aldridge, like, and that's a long time ago. Like I, Augustine, like I just I can't I, I can't do what Texas. An, what an asshole. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Texas basketball. I'm sorry. It's like, good at stay to what you're good at. You're good on the gridiron, you get on the court. Um, not so much. I, I just oh, that's funny. I mean, why do you think Rick Barnes left? He's like, I'm out. I can't do it. That's funny. Logan, thanks for tuning in there. They got Casey there ripping on me about it. I got Kate, I got Logan here talking about good. Now he's picking Xavier, trying to curse that team out there. You curse my son's team out there. You curse out there. You just kill a kill a little kid's dream out there. You do that too. Um, all right. So moving on here, right there. We got we talked about through most of the games here. Um any final thoughts on the uh on the, what we saw this weekend, anything that stood out, you know, from go, obviously we talked about going to it, but just kind of from the players you saw, teams that stood out, uh, any final thoughts here before we call it a little a show here? Yeah, I just love how, you know, it, it, me and you talked about a little bit, you know, off, uh, you know, off air here, but uh, just a different environment from the NBA games. You know, you got family, you got friends, you got fraternities, you know, everyone showing up, showing out. You know, they get loose as a goose at like 10.30 in the morning, you know, having some drinks. You know, they 
No, they get it on, and but it's a friendly environment too. It's not. Wasn't it cool seeing that Boise State band over that restaurant, or like with like everybody there, like the bell? That was pretty cool too, huh? Yeah, and like you know, it's just you know, everyone's just it's like a big party, man. And you know, even like you know, when Princeton was you know kind of tapping Arizona's ass at the end of the game, and you know, let him know what's up, and the lady told me behind me, she's like, "You gotta sit down." I was like, "I can stand if I want to," and her husband's like, "Yeah, you're right, honey." And she gave me a Five, we're hella cool, you know, kosher. And, you know, it's just like, ah, like, you know, it's not like I'm going to beat you up in the parking lot. It's just like, ah, we're just all here to have a good time. We're rooting for our teams. And, you know, it's just a blast to be out there, man. It's like I'm in my mid-30s. Me and you kind of went to community colleges, so we never got the experience, like the D1 setting and, you know, everything that went on. And Like going to all the games and knowing all the damn cheers and all that stuff. You know, you get to see them, and it it was just – it was an special experience. We got to go with our mom, my sister, who played – Yeah, that was fun. Who played at the JC, and you could tell, you know, we're big basketball fans, and it was just dope, man, just to really see, like, that community love of, like, familyness. That's what I took away from it, to be honest. From the whole from the whole weekend, I like that. Well, I thought it was a good thing that that was fun. That was a good, and there was a good it was a good turnout there in Sacramento as well. Uh, the crowd definitely uh, it was it wasn't sparse. Well, I wouldn't say it was sold out, but there was it was uh, it was close to being sold out. So, um, Case, I'd say with that with those final thoughts, I'll leave it with you there. Um, we got a lot to look into for to next week. Uh, here comes Sweet Sixteen. We already talked about the good matchups there. We got the Final Four coming up. Looking forward to that. <laughs> there, there I asked this Logan. Let's say let's see what he said. He says, Casey, I need you to tell me if Darren's favorite shot is really that great. Damn it, it is that great. Damn it. Come on, Casey. You can't lie to him. It's not that bad. it's good enough to win some rec league all-star game. It's a bubble butt. You ain't gonna stay away from it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You don't want to get it rolling. You don't want to get it rolling. Don't want to get it rolling. Don't get that shot rolling, man. It's too good. It's unstoppable. Uh, my favorite one was in the front yard where you could bake it in off the off the hoop. That was invincible. You could just throw it over your head and just hammer it off the backboard. <laughs> Remember that the one that was you could just in the front yard. The parents had the one. It was just like literally would bounce off like that. You could like throw it a hundred miles per hour off the backboard. That bad boy faded away. Class back at you. I know that. Uh, I did it. Uh, well, Logan, appreciate you tuning in with it, man. Uh, I think we'll be doing this a little bit more next week. You'll be hopefully joining me for the the ones when they start up next week as well. <laughs> that was not the answer you was expecting. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. When you get me and Casey together, there's a lot of, you know, we get the brother combination here. It's a little bit different than the, 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 the bigger dairy combination. So they get all three of us, it goes in and be crazy. But case so hopefully next week we can do this again. Like we said, there should be some we'll we'll know the Elite Eight. We'll kind of we'll kind of break down those games as well. Obviously, you know college basketball. I watch I watch a lot of it now with now really with the tournament here starting up. So look forward to doing that with you, man. Um and uh until then, peace. Peace, man. Peace. Later.